Welcome back. Welcome back to Pop Opinions. Pop Opinions. Episode 76 or 7. 76. Wasn't this your theory that you always remember the like or is it the other way around that it's like 67 that you remember? Oh, cuz it's like consecutive. Yeah, I like consecutive numbers. 76, pretty close. No, that's backwards consecutive. Still consecutive. Mm, not the same. Okay, so how you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm okay. It's been a hard week. Our little Miss Meg had another surgery on Monday. And, you know, I was just talking to your dad. We went for a walk and I was like, physically, I feel like this time's easier. But I would say mentally this time has been tougher. She's, she's having a hard time this time. So that's very difficult as a mom. Um, the state of the world sucks. You know, it's like funny because like all you want is the pandemic gone. You're like, I just can't wait till it's over. And now we're like kind of wrapping it up. And now there's a war. So it's like, wow, we just can't catch a break. <laughs> like we just can't like, I don't know. Can we just have like just normal? Like, I don't know. Not much of an off button. Right? It's just like, go, go, go. Anyway, so I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm good. I just, it's hard when my children aren't good. And now you are sick. Not COVID. Don't freak out, everyone. Just a cold. He did a test this morning. But you're not feeling great. No, definitely under the weather. So So I made you chicken noodle soup. Homemade. Very good. No sodium for him. So homemade. (laughs) Very good. You know, I like when I can be home and take care of you guys, even though you're both in your 20s. I like it. And I made an apple crisp, and I tried to take my Meg to the mall because I thought that'll help. It didn't help. I don't think. No. Nope. But that's okay. Because I'm excited to talk about our movies because you just watched yours today. Mm-hmm. And I watched two. Kind of. I watched it. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. For the most part, I watched it. You got something in your eyebrow. Is it going to bug you? It was going to bug me. I should have left it there then. Nah, you shouldn't have. That's good. I would have <laughs> wiped it off if if it was still there. <clears throat> so today is round two of the IMC. Yes. Under the new title. We got Snowden and Gone Baby Gone. Yep. And then we're bringing back Guest the Ten and we're doing Movie Edition. Yes. Which made me think I was going to talk to you about this off air, but I was thinking we should do like finish that movie quote. Oh, okay. I feel like that'd be fun. That would be fun. Like you'd have to pick a really popular though. Like... But then you know them all. That'd be, yeah, it'd be fun, but I bet you it's hard. Yeah, like, you can't handle. Wait, did you see, this is going to go off track, it, you can't handle the truth. But Thank you. Did you see the um, Wheel of Fortune clip? Yes. The greatest two minutes of television. The greatest two minutes. If you guys have not seen this, you have to watch it. They had all the letters of feather, what was it, feather? Uh, yeah, feather in your, or another feather in your cap. Okay, so they had... Another and basically feather. Oh, the only thing they didn't have was the on or in. Yeah. Sorry. In, they didn't in. have the last three. It was in your cap. In but, your cap. But it was another feather. Like what? And it was another feather in your lap, in your map, uh, ha- in your no, hat. H- hat. Because they, they only had the A in the middle. And then they, uh, for the in, they had, there was the missing the vowel. So they kept saying on. Then they finally got the in. They were kind of on the in, but it took them a while to get past that. It was, they went through, each person went, like, 
three times or something. Yeah, so it's it's two guys and then a girl in the middle. Both the guys go bankrupt in this whole like sequence. One of the guesses, and it's literally just another feather in your like it's just missing in your cap. Yeah. And then one guy guesses like G, and they're like, no. Like it is like honestly one of those things that you watch and you're like what is actually this has got to be a prank i was gonna say it's like it's like something snl would do yes they should do that maybe they'll do that this week that'd be really funny after seeing that they make their own because that'd be really funny because you could do it like even simpler like phrases totally or it's just like a right and then someone's like w <laughs> right <laughs> Yeah, no, it was like one of those things you're watching. You're like, I would be so embarrassed if I were. Because I guess Pat Sajak had to come on and kind of defend them because everyone was like, these three might be the dumbest people ever. And so I guess Pat Sajak had to be like, you know, when you're in a game and you're, you know, it's tough. Sometimes your brain doesn't work. And I'm like, okay, however you want to spin it there, Pat. That's still great. It's great. I loved it. We also never really talked about euphoria on here. I know. Ooh, just ended on Sunday. So now I'm going to start the whole series over again. Because Meg and I have this debate. Well, it's not that it's not really a debate. It's she really loved the first season. And she doesn't she didn't like the second season as much. So I want to go back and watch now that the second season's fresh in my mind. I want to go back and watch the first and see like I love the way this one was filmed better. Like the second season, it looked, like looked it better. looked cooler and like the angle. I don't know. I liked the look of it better. We just watched. um <laughs> an interview with Agnes Cloud and he is exactly the same like Fez it, like he's not acting that yeah, is no. that is him he was getting asked he they're asking him all these questions and yeah it was it was Fez like I was like wow that is he is the same yeah there's a great clip of him he went there's a show on complex that's called sneaker shopping and it's basically where people just get to flex how much money they have and the shoes Excellent. they get to buy yes and it was him and uh the kid that plays ashtray and i can't remember his name right now i think no it, i can't either i've looked at his instagram and it's pretty cool like that he's he's a really good looking kid there's something about him i find very and he's like 15 or something yeah um but they were both sneaker shopping and they had this kind of like in the, in the middle of the store, there was kind of this, like, glass case where there's a bunch of shoes in it. And Angus just goes, like, oh, like, can I go in here? And he's like, yeah, sure. And he, like, walks in and he's like, oh, it's like I'm in a, it's like I'm in a fresh shoe box. <laughs> I love him so much. If they, if anything, he better be back for season three is all I will say. They, they would They can't. Like, they can't. People will literally start a riot. Especially like, if they were going to do that, it would have to be, like, You'd have to see it happen. Yeah. You can't just like, oh, yeah, by the way, this happened. I know. Yeah, for sure. I know. Yeah. I really enjoyed the season. I thought Zendaya was off the charts in a couple of episodes, especially. She was just like, that girl is acting. And Meg was telling me that the one the one episode where she's running a lot. I'll just yeah. say that so I don't say what's actually happening. She's running a lot. Um, she had just come back from Dune, being in the desert, doing the movie Dune. And apparently was like exhausted and then had to do all this like running and that whole episode because it's just her basic. Well, it is just, yeah, basically it's just her for the entire episode running and doing some other stuff. And that's a lot. Yeah. Sorry, I just got back from my movie, Dune in the Desert. Well, and there's there's reports out there that the next season won't be for like 2020 until like 2024. I know it's because she's probably booked. Oh, they probably all are. I mean, Zendaya would be obviously the most important, but... Because she has a movie, and then she's doing Dune 2. Right. Yeah. 
The only one I because I saw a list of like what everybody has like lined up next, and the only one that didn't have anything was Alexa Demi. Oh, really? I. Eh? She's the same, too, because I watched an interview with her. Not as slow of that talking or whatever, but she she has the same. Like She's like talking about Brianna or something, being friends with her, meeting her or something. With who? Rihanna. Oh, I think you said Brianna. And I'm no, like, who's that? Is that the cheese version of Rihanna? Yes. Anyways, let's get into it, Jack. Yeah, let's. I guess let's just, we're going to keep rock, paper, scissors. Yeah, let's do it. All right. Rock, rock paper, paper, scissors, scissors paper. Damn uh i will i will defer okay because i think that's just all we're gonna do i know it's always gonna defer (laughs) um okay so jack got me to watch the movie snowden it was in 2016 directed by oliver stone the actual this is a true story which took place in 2013 just so everyone knows it is a true story about edward snort (laughs) this is what i did last week with edward norton wow it is true edward snorton snow snowden played by Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Now I'm all nervous. I'm going to mess up. Um, So he works for the NSA and he finds out that data is being like collected or like tracked, not just by like, not just foreign governments and terrorist groups, but like ordinary Americans. So he decides uh, to leak this classified info and he becomes a traitor to some, a hero to others, and a fugitive from the law. This is a really great movie. I didn't realize that. Like, it said something like all the reviews and stuff I was reading that um, Joseph Gordon-Levitt was an interesting choice because he wasn't popular. And I was like, he wasn't? Like, I always, I think I've always thought he was popular because he was on that show, like, third. The Rock from the Sun. Yeah, like, I don't know. I feel like he's, I don't feel like he was an unknown, but. No, but I also don't think he's, like, in A-list. Like, oh, okay. I don't I think see. he's. I don't think he's one of those people, like. Like, if we showed a picture of him to Meg, would she know who that is? Well, no, but Meg doesn't know, like, anybody. How about my girlfriend? Would she, yeah. reco- would she recognize Probably him? Probably not, no. Uh, yeah. He's more like a B or C list, which is nothing wrong with that. No, no, he- no. You're still working actor. That's amazing. And to be able to do a movie like this, playing a true character, which is um controversial character, because to some, he's, a, like I said, he's a hero. He did the right thing, but his whistleblowers aren't always well-received, no, right? You could also call him a traitor and uh, the the thing where you, like, uh, like against your own country. Yeah, espionage. Espionage, or... yeah. But, like, you're, you're telling, like, people are being tracked that are just ordinary people. Like, that shouldn't be happening. I don't know. I'm, I'm so, I can see both sides. I, I loved, um, afterwards when they when they showed um or in the movie when they showed obama and they were like what well, i'm not gonna go after some like 15 year old hacker or something like he was make but then kind of had to renege all of that and say like yeah this is pretty serious so this movie is um it's basically the 10 years leading up to the actual whistleblowing so it, and it also includes like the relationship he has with shailene woodley which i would have said she was she was maybe more of an unknown then but Maybe. Yeah, it was around the time she was probably getting popular. Yeah, she plays a great character because she's a like she's a photographer. She's a little more liberal. She's like a, you know, easy breezy kind of whatever. And he's a little more high strung. So I think they kind of balance each other out. So the movie actually starts in in Hong Kong. He's there with the three journalists played by Melissa Leo, Zachary Quinto, and Tom Wilkinson. And he's trying to tell the whole story. So it's really like, it's a really fascinating story of like how, you know, how he gets to that point of like 
okay, I got to, this isn't right. And I have to do what's right. So when he decides, like, I'm going to get this information, that's probably the highlight, I would say, of the movie is just the stress of him, you know, like, it's everything, like, I love feeling, I love feeling like this, like, I wouldn't be good at it, obviously, but I love, like, sometimes I'm in my office and I'm, like, pretend, like, oh, I got to do something really quick or, you know, because it's just, like, it gives you that kind of adrenaline rush, but so he's got to try and get this information, so, and his, his office, you'd have to see it to understand, but I'll do my best to explain it, but it's like this huge room and in the middle is like all glass around and inside that glass room is all the computers that hold this information the place where he needs to be but there's like people all around him and it's glass so everyone can see him but then there's kind of a commotion so he takes that as his opportunity has this little sd card it's an sd card right i would imagine he sticks it in and he's copying all the files so you see it all on the screen all the files going boop 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 right and and then he just it's one of those when you're watching it like copy 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 and you're trying to get it to 100 percent. so it's like it's got that adrenaline rush or whatever and then he goes to eject it and it like falls on the ground and like it's all this like stress but the best part for me was how is he going to get it out though because they scan not do they do they scan your body like an x-ray scan so he can't just like walk out with a card right so he hides it in his rubik's cube and he's, he always had a Rubik's Cube anyway, so it didn't mm-hmm. seem that whatever. But he f- flipped up one of the colors, put it in there, pushed it back down. Then he's as he's walking out, he's playing with it. And then he throws it to the guard and goes, have you ever, like, do you know how to do this or whatever? Do you know how to, I don't know, get the, get a Rubik's Cube? So the guard catches it and he's doing it. So the thing didn't have to go through the metal detector because the guard on the other side had it. Like, it was just genius. And then he just hands it to him and then you see his smile because now he has all the information he needs to prove that there is, that this is going on, right? That there is, they're being listened to or whatever. Anyways, it's a great movie. It's really fun. It's Oliver Stone too. So he has a way of like making it feel intense or whatever. So, I mean, there's way more to the story than that. I'm just like, you know, he had to go, he goes all over the place, works everywhere. He has seizures. He's like, there's a lot. That's just kind of the highlights of it. But I did find it funny because Nicolas Cage is in it. He plays one of the professors. And he was nominated for a Razzie for this role, which is funny because when I was watching it, I was like, oh, it's Nicolas Cage. Like, I haven't seen him in so long and whatever. I was like, I didn't think he was that bad. But anyways, I guess he was not well liked in that movie. No, I just don't think he's well liked in general. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So I looked it up and he is currently still lives in Russia. Eek. Um and the, his girlfriend, the one who's played in the in, by Shailene Woodley in the movie, um, she ended up going to Russia, and they do have a child now. But I guess he still hopes that he can one day come back to America. Mm-hmm. Do you think it, he's a whistle? Like, do you think it's bad what he did though? Because there's like a lot of moral dilemmas in it. No, I think the way he did it probably could have been better. Right. But overall, I think he made the right choice. I I go back and forth because I think. Yeah, you know what? If you want to spy on me, I'm not doing anything wrong. I don't really care. And if it's going to stop bad people, like, I don't really care because I'm not doing anything wrong. Um, But I also agree with the fact that, like, you should have some privacy, too. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I'm kind of in the middle where I I see both sides. That's kind of how I live my life, though. So, Especially the the one of the conversations that the, like, that Snowden and his girlfriend have is like they walk away from a computer and 
they're like uh, does he run water so there's something yeah. where he he makes enough noise where they wouldn't be able to listen to them and I'm, i would just think that having to live in that constant paranoia would yeah. be the worst it is true because then even if you're having conversations like say we were talking about russia ukrainian war right now or something like that like we're just trying to have a conversation as a family do you really want like you want to have a safe place where you can have conversations and you can kind of learn from each other and whatever and not be kind of i don't know put i don't know somebody listening and taking it the wrong way or you know like you need to have a safe place to be able to talk and learn and i don't know yeah there's also this generation where i was talking about it with my friends the other week about how this generation could just make a joke out of anything like not that what's going on in russia is a joke but this generation finds a way to kind of laugh and just go oh guys imagine if we get drafted or something like that which is definitely not a joke and is very serious yeah but that's something we can laugh about like i will sometimes close my laptop and i'll be like see you later fbi agent like right it's something like that where people go oh man i don't i don't want to be tracked and then you go okay then you're gonna have to throw out your phone Phone. and probably your tv and your your laptop and your all of those devices again i'm i'm in your same boat where if they are listening to me they're gonna hear a lot about sports and it's pretty boring we talk about movies and sports and pop culture i don't know we we keep a light in this house yeah so it'd be pretty boring for them but yeah so like yeah if they're listening to people and they're finding people like i don't know i don't know anyways it was a good movie good choice i enjoyed it i was pretty um i i did see it but again that was almost like no not 10 years ago wow well it seemed like 10 years ago over half a decade there you go (laughs) yeah so it's good good choice chuck i was i was thinking that it was one of those movies where it was that kind of it was that interesting stress that you are worried about what he's doing, but he's also not like, I don't think he'd be on anybody's radar until he did what he did. Yeah. Cause he's not a stressful kind of guy. Like he's not like a, you know, like he's pretty, he seems pretty cruisy. I mean, he's not someone that yeah. they would be worried about. Right. Yeah. Which is why he got away with what he did. He did. I know that's crazy. I can't imagine. Do you Could you imagine me walking out with that Rubik's cube? Like, just imagine me as a human that you know me as. I would be. I think. I think you would. I think you would be able to pop it in, but I think you would like fumble with it, and it'd probably pop back out. One hundred percent. And when I went to throw it to the guard, it would like either hit the guard in the face, go over his head, then the whole thing would pop. Like, there's no way I could be that cool where I would just be like, "Hey, whatever, man." I would be in a full sweat. I wouldn't be able to talk. Like, there's no way I don't have that. I, but that's why I think I'm drawn to these kind of movies. Like, I, why I love spy thriller kind of movies is because because uh, I don't have that in me. Like, not even a little one percent of me is that is that calm or cool, right? So, in stressful situations, especially, it goes down to like negative numbers of coolness. So I find it fascinating. I know it's make-believe. Well, this wasn't make-believe. This was a true story, but... It was. Definitely that, like, the Rubik's Cube thing, definitely just one of those made-for-movie kind of things. You don't think that's how he got it out? I could see something. I don't think... Like, he's got to get it out somehow, because when they walk through the the thing it's like a full x-ray of your body it's so you can't even have it in your pocket because you would see it you can't swallow it no i don't know i just don't know if it was like that cool like right i feel like it was almost one of those like maybe it did happen but it was a little bit more casual and then he said yeah this is what happened and then they built it up right right yeah yeah 
I know. It was creative nonetheless. For sure. Yeah. Can, okay. be, can be okay? I think so. Okay. I'm, I'm pushing through. Luckily, uh, we're just doing guess the 10, so I it's not, not too much brain power. Actually, I guess it kind of is. Yeah, you got to get, yeah. Uh, my movie is 2007's Gone Baby Gone, directed by Ben Affleck. He did? Yeah. Oh, it's really good. It is really good. Uh, it's He's set, so talented. Set in a Boston suburb, Patrick Kenzie is hired to find the missing daughter of, they kept saying like Ellen, but it, it was like Helen. Helen. Uh, McCready, which one of the most Boston names <laughs> out there. Right. Uh, with doubts from the police captain, that the danger may be closer than he thinks. Mm. Nice. Okay. Yeah. Lay it on me. Uh, just the... This is to go uh, to compare to like movies like The Departed mm-hmm. or The Town. Yeah. The Town is pretty good. But Boston, this felt like one of the more authentic Boston movies. Right, right. Where because of where like everything that happened in it kind of made sense for Boston. And everyone that wanted to do the Boston accent did it pretty well. Like, right. I think of like uh, Helen's friend Dottie great yeah. great Boston accent great Casey Affleck's is just pretty natural yeah yeah um so I loved that that just made me really happy and like Amy Ryan Amy Ryan people in the bar like yeah it just it helps set the scene yeah for sure it made you be like okay I know this is Boston this isn't like the departed I know it had Boston accents that movie could have been done anywhere right not saying that this movie couldn't like it just I guess also because it's a suburb and it's so small and everybody knows each other yes and it added that extra layer of like everyone knows everyone's business and they're all they're always all on the porches and they know everything right yeah uh I forgot how to say her. Michelle Moynihan yeah Moynihan I don't think she does an accent no, I don't. I, think I don't think just, she's from there, though. Yeah, it did, did seem like she was an outsider. So when they first get hired to kind of investigate this, it's not. They're not trying to do the police's job. It's go talk in the neighborhood, see the the people that won't talk to the police. Yes. And they go to this bar, and the bartender doesn't like that they're there. And this, they get one guy to start talking, and they're talking about this the helen and that she's not really a good mother and she's there five times a week doing with the kid sometimes yeah sometimes yes, with sorry the kid. sometimes with the four-year-old yeah while she's doing some of that cocaine yes i was gonna try to dance around it but what's the point it is cocaine so yeah booger sugar and then someone else chimes in and says well what are you talking about don't talk about people you don't know mm-hmm. and then just it's almost like a standoff where they lock the door and then Casey Affleck pulls out a gun. You're like, okay, this. Yeah, this, we're going sideways fast. This was one of those. There was like four instances where I'm like, is the movie just going to end here? <laughs> right. And there's just going to be an hour and a half of credits. <laughs> right. Because it seemed like it was going to be over pretty quickly. Yeah. But they get out of that. Um, Kenzie, like Casey Affleck's character, just the biggest smart ass and like a character, like not unlikable character, but the everybody that's not on his side hates him right yeah even like ed harris doesn't like him. he's got um an arrogance about him but i think he has to for where he lives and what he does as a job right he's got this like arrogance and yeah an air about him i wrote a note that said does she even care about her missing kid like the uh, mccready and it's because she didn't really it didn't seem like it bothered her that much. Or maybe she was just trying to be strong. No, I don't think it bothered her. I don't think... Like, I think it did when there were cameras around. 
then she liked that attention. But she left out when with the police, like some major things that had happened previously that could have caused her daughter to go missing and like didn't even tell the police. So if you really cared about like getting your kid back you would tell them everything you wouldn't care like you just like fine like we'll deal with that other stuff after but she didn't she was just like okay i didn't know like i had to tell you guys like right she was yeah um i i literally wrote that note as ed harris yelled that at her like i was literally writing it and he's like do you even care (laughs) about her yeah she's missing and i'm like oh my god ed harris and i were the same person the same i also wrote ed hair like Mm -hmm. h-a-i-r Right. Yes, because he, uh. he actually does have hair in this one. <laughs> a little receding, but it, it's still there. Um, there's another point. They're driving again. This is to just hammer home how perfectly Boston this is. They're driving, and this kid on a bike cuts them off. And he yells, or he doesn't honk, but he like, says something. The kid just goes, go fuck your mother. Yeah. <laughs> and, he j- and then his reaction is just try to grab the kid. Right. Because he probably would have just kicked his ass. I know. So unnecessary. Also, an unnecessary amount of slurs. Yes, there was a lot. Bunch of f bombs. Yeah. And not the, not the family friend. Or I guess the other one isn't family friendly. The uh, homophobic. Yes, homophobic. Got homophobic. Uh, we got the R yep. R slur, which there's only one of those. Yep. And we even had a couple end slurs. We did. Yeah. White, white people dropping them and. Oof, yeah. Even McCready, she says it and gets like slapped or something which yep, yeah fair yeah. enough mm-hmm. um so they have to go find uh uh helen and ray robbed this uh joke dealer. dealer yeah cheese cheese her her and ray so they have to go find ray and see where this money is and like get in the house and ray is tied up to a chair with a bullet wound in his mm. chest so ray, di- ray didn't make it i don't think he spent the money no now uh as there so they actually they do she did bury the money mm-hmm. at his house so they get it and they're gonna do this handoff for daughter for the like ransom money or i guess it would be then ransom money at that point yeah they're making that exchange oh my girlfriend is home yeah, she didn't go. even tell me um i lost my train of thought he's in a love love brain takes over <laughs> Um, so they're, they're leaving. And again, you don't think about Helen, like caring about her daughter at all. Then eventually then they're walking away and she's like, do you think they're like feeding her and like taking care of her? And Casey Affleck's just like, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> like this is such a dumb question. Also bad time to be asking it. Right. Um, then I, I don't know if it's this moment, but she, they have a conversation and it's promise me you're going to find her. Mm-hmm. You promise me. And he's like, okay, we're going to try our best. She's like, promise me. And then he promises. And that's yeah, that's your big mistake. You never promise. No, you just, uh, I'll try my best. I can't promise that. Because you can't guarantee it. No, no, for sure. <coughs> um, so, And then eventually they have the sit down with cheese. They have the money and it's okay. I, uh, Casey Affleck's like, I know him. So I'll, I'll go and talk to him. Yeah. And there's another guy there. And our, our bomb is dropped in there somewhere. And she's just like, I don't fuck with kids, mm-hmm. which is kind of like, it's funny the amount of like talk there is about kids. And usually it's like the other way around where people are trying to say good things about kids and it just doesn't come out like that. But right. He was just like, yeah, I don't fuck with kids. And then he's like, uh, it's gone, baby. Gone. Gone. And I turned it off. Yeah. You're like, that well, was the that's end of it. the movie. Right. He doesn't have the kid. So and it's gone, baby. Gone. <laughs> 
<laughs> so she's gone. Uh, it was really like, it's one of the not bittersweet because that doesn't that doesn't really do it justice. But seeing Michael K. Williams and he yeah. has a pretty good scene. It is funny seeing him as a cop. Yeah, that was that was a little different, but it definitely not the easiest to see. Like yeah. it's just big, like when you see people like that, it's just like ah, I just miss them. I know. Even if you don't know them, you're just like that was just yeah. a good person in this I world. I know. It's so true. Um, so Morgan Freeman, I feel like I didn't even mention that was he's the police captain. Yeah, and he gets mad at them for not involving i don't know i can't remember if it was for for trying to involve him in the illegal activity but they weren't really they weren't trying to they right. just like, kind of got caught, caught but he got mad at them anyways yeah he was he was something else as a character and 55 minutes into this movie we're doing like monologues it kind of seems like we're wrapping up everyone's story <laughs> right and i'm like all right this is the third time we're good to go yeah Standoff in a bar. That's the end of the movie. All right. Cheese. Cheese said the title. We're good to go. Oh, no. Okay. We're monologuing. Nope. Still nope, got an hour still to more. go. Yeah. We still have some more twists and turns up. Uh, so they eventually, uh, Patrick and his buddy that I can't remember the his name. Oh, yeah. I don't know. They go to drop off some drugs and kind of figure out there's something going on. Well, they went there because they knew that those they remember when they were in the police station or they were somewhere and they said, Oh, this, this guy and her, this guy and the, his woman or whatever. They, they know where they, it was, there was a reason. There was, they, a, uh, there was the second kid that went missing. Yeah. And they, so, and they were like, I know where they are. Let's go drop off drugs or whatever. And then kind of suss, suss out the situation, which that whole scene is a lot. So that yeah, that first, not, not, the, the first the first, the first one time, is yeah. like kind of like okay, whatever. They're drug addicts, and he like dumps the drugs on the floor, and yeah, it, it almost seemed like a standoff. And then you see this character who you'd only heard like mentioned once, and it was I think Corwin was his name, yeah. And he was upstairs, and he was like, oh, "Are we having a party?" Which was just really weird, and mm-hmm. he was just a weird person in general, very weird. And they knew what his history was, mm-hmm. and he was. A, the child molester yeah yep and that just kind of almost settled in their suspicions of okay there's there's something up yeah. here yeah so then well Pat- and he saw the thing around his wrist which was when the boy went missing they said he had the pat the saint patrick or oh saint- yeah, yeah a medallion medallion and when casey affleck's character looks up he sees that there's something around his wrist that looks like that so then he's like ooh. So then he gets his two buddy cops. Yeah. And they can't wait. Yeah. They're back up five minutes out. But we can't wait. No. We got to go right up to. The, also, the the person that has to go up to the front door. Yeah. In this case, it was Nick. That was just bad. That was my call. Bad call. And also, like, short end of the stick there. Yeah. No. Uh, so, yeah. This, this sequence in the house that also, like, something pretty major happens. I'm not going to yeah. say what it is. But yeah. then... They just kind of used like almost like I would call it like a blinking technique. Yeah, it was different, right? It was a little disorienting. There's also um, when they're in the forest. I think that might be later, but 
they're like running and it was just it gave me I forgot that I had given you an Oliver Stone movie because it made me think of every Oliver Stone movie where it's just like what's happening I feel like I have a concussion yeah like everything's just moving too fast and there's shaky cam yeah I feel like shaky cam just like shouldn't shouldn't exist there's sometimes though where it does add an element of like this is so serious because if it is someone's running and it's perfectly still it doesn't seem as authentic so there are some times where I think it works I just don't think it needs to be, like, all the time. Yeah, especially just, like, Oliver Stone. Maybe we take it away from him for a couple more movies. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, that, that, the, I, I liked it, the technique of doing, like, the blinking. Again, it was a little disorienting, and it was kind of like, uh, this happened, this, that, over here, and then yeah. we're good, and we just kind of leave. Yeah. Um, I wrote good quote because I didn't. Then I, I sent it to you. You did. So I'm gonna, I'll pull that up now. Um. I'm not going to give the context, but it's just if you watch the movie, it's a it's a good time for the quote. And it's he lied to me. Now I can't think of one reason big enough for him to lie about that about that small enough not to matter. Mm -hmm. Even reading it, I had to listen to it like two or three times because, you know, when it when he says it, it's significant. You're kind of like, huh, it's just sounds cool. So. Because he just, he can't get over the fact that he's been lied to. Casey Affleck's character. He's like, why though? Like, why lie about something so small? Like, right? So he's just like, I can't. No, there's more to the story. Hmm. Uh, There's a good, there's a pretty good twist that like, I like half called. Yeah, you did actually. I was... the, the character is like, this is the only person that I think could be realistically suspicious. Actually, there's another character. I'm like, I don't think they matter enough in the movie to be yeah, suspicious. You did call it. When I first saw it, I did not call it. A, I did not see it at all. So for me, I was like, what? <laughs> but not only a good twist, a good explanation of why the characters did what they did, which is just inherently wrong what they did. But the reasoning wasn't completely flawed. This is my favorite type of thing that happens when we watch something or whatever is that when they have these moral when these moral questions come up of which side of the fence are you on and you understand both sides you understand like the some people are, they're not bad people they did it for a good reason but then there's but then that's you you can't take things into your own hands kind of thing like you you can't do that. So it's a hard one without giving it away to, yeah. to actually get into it. But whatever, he's got to make a choice. And he, it basically costs him. It costs him a lot. Yeah. Um, but he really feels that he made the right choice. I hope. I don't know. Because at the, the ending scene, it kind of like, he, he, did you make the right choice yeah it, it does it makes it such a good question of like once you once you watch this and you kind of understand how we're vaguely describing it and you're like okay this makes a lot of sense the conundrum and why he made the decision he did because i think ultimately I, I think i would make the same choice really i would struggle i would struggle with it for sure i'm i'm more on michelle moynihan's side on that one where it's just yeah, I don't know. It's it may seem right, but it's it may it, yeah. I understand where he's coming from, but I just feel like yeah, I don't know. What he expo- do you... he explains his reasoning well, which is great, and then the other one explains their reasoning. So you get both sides. 
And it's, it just, I like movies that kind of challenge my brain like that, where it's like, what would I do in those, that situation? Or what, how do I feel about that? Or whatever. Um, also, there's, there's a moment when someone and two people end up on a roof and it just gave me the departed vibe. Yeah, right. Definitely not the same action as what happens on the roof in the departed, or I guess in that building, but it just, it made me think of it of how like tense it was, even though someone was not in condition to fight. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think, I think we danced around that pretty well. I think we did a great job. Um, so overall, did you like the oh, movie? Oh, it was great. Yeah. It was, it was everything I wanted it to be. There was no like unnecessary like jump scares, which is always a big part of those kind of movies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where I'm always just like, just bring me the gunfight, bring me, just drop yeah. me in the middle of it. Right. Don't make me like wait around for, yeah. for it to happen. But yeah. no, it was, it was really well done, especially Ben Affleck directing that. Was, yeah. I think he's really underrated. I think it's too much. We're caught up in his personal life sometimes. And, and the comparisons to Matt Damon that I forget, like, I think people forget that he is, he is very talented guy. Ben Affleck is more multidimensional. Yeah, like... Matt Damon is a better actor. For sure. Ben Affleck... Well, I don't even know if Matt Damon's directed. Yeah, I know. So I can't get... I know they wrote Good Will Hunting together. And The Last Duel, which we still... Did they write it together? Yeah. I did not know that. Is Ben Affleck in it? Yeah. Yes, he's in it. Oh, yes. He's probably a side character. Well, because it's him and Adam Driver and... Yeah. Jody. I know. I'm going to watch it soon. I'm glad you liked it. Good old, good old Ridley. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was a good that was, was a good, good week. pick. Mm-hmm. I'm glad. Yeah, that was a really good week. I think we, ever since we started the yeah, we challenge, we haven't had a bad one. Where I don't like, think we've had a bad movie since um, I made you watch the Hubie Halloween. Oh Lord, have mercy on my soul. But it's because of the context of why why he made that movie is hilarious. I know. All right, let's get into our game. Yeah, guess guess the tenth. Guess the 10. I got to put mine up. I have a really big notebook now, eh? Yeah, you really do. It's really I'm big. almost done. I'm getting close to the end of mine. I know. That's so why I had to get a new one. I just got it last weekend because I was... Also, like, I like the smaller. Like, I have, like having a journal. I know. You write really small, though. I do. Yeah. I write really big. Because I got to fit it on a, on a page. That's always my... Yeah. Uh, so who's going first? Do you want to rock, paper, scissors again? Sure. Okay. Rock, paper, scissors, scissors. Rock, paper, scissors, scissors, shoot. Jack one. Uh, So I'll ask first. Okay. All right. Your one word. Okay. Is puck. 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 Like hockey. Mighty ducks. No. Okay. Let's just do one guess. I was going to say, I don't want to. Because I don't want to keep like. Okay. Our secondary actor. Okay. Noah Emmerich. Um, miracle. Yeah. Yay. I was going to do, do you want to hear the quote that I did? Yeah. I couldn't write it down because it's so long. I did the qu- the whole like oh, speech. No. <laughs> is Ray- it Herb Brits? No, no, sorry. What is- uh, Herb Brooks. Brooks. Did you say Bricks? I, I said Ritz oh. <laughs> because he's a photographer. I don't know why that popped in my head. Uh, great moments are born from great opportunity. And that's what you have here tonight, boys. That's what you've earned here tonight. I, I won't read the whole yeah, thing. I know it's it pretty is. long. Yeah. Nice. Obviously, Kurt Russell. Got it. Nice. <coughs> okay. My first word, or your first one, the first word is fashion. Devil wears Prada. Oh, my God. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. Okay. My second, per- my person is going to be Stanley Tucci. 
would not have, that wouldn't have helped me. And then my quote was, you sold your soul to the devil when you put on your first pair of Jimmy Choo's. That probably would have given it away. <laughs> and then Meryl Streep. That's what, her and Emily Blunt? Yeah, and Anne Hathaway. <coughs> All right. Your second guess the 10. Okay. Your one word is middle. 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 Like middle ground, middle child, middle middle of the earth, middle of the universe. I have no idea. I don't even have a guess. No guess? Do you want secondary actor? Yeah, like I don't even, middle, yeah, okay. Cillian Murphy. Okay. I can't even think of one thing he's been in. <laughs> I feel like there was something we just watched with him in, though. Hmm. Let me just look him up real quick. <laughs> nope. No cheating. <laughs> um, I don't know. Would you like the quote? Because it, it'll tell you. It'll give oh, you the whole. Batman. Uh, you're going to make me. S- the d- Not the Dark Knight. Batman Returns. <laughs> Batman Begins. Batman. Because so, it's uh, the middle of the Batmans. So what's the middle one? I don't know. Okay, so Dark Knight is the sa- is the third one. No? Why are you not answering me? Well, because I, I have to let you figure this out. Okay, I feel like Dark Knight was the third one. Okay. Batman Returns or Begins? Begins, Re- because we watched Batman Begins. So, so that was the Liam first Neeson one. was the first one, yeah. So the middle one. Is. It's the Batman. <laughs> is Batman Begins. Batman Rises. Rises up. Okay, go. So the Dark Knight Rises is the third one. Oh. So the Dark Knight is the middle one. Really? Yeah. That was fascinating. I did my quote as why so serious because why so serious. That was he's that's so that's like again I I will talk about this all day long. It's one of the best acting performances. Like just like what he does with his mouth, mouth and he looks like licking his lips and he's like. Want to know how I got these scars? Yeah. Like, just the way. That was unbelievable, yeah. And then, obviously, Christian Bale. Or Heath Ledger. Could have been. Yeah, it's tough. That's good. Whew. All right. My second one is, my first word is Vegas. Uh, The Hangover? Okay, I don't want to play with you anymore. <laughs> I'm going to make it so much harder well, next time. Well, I felt time. like it was too obvious to be the like Cameron Diaz, Ashton Kutcher one. I know. How would you say that, though? Like, I was like, boys? Boys trip? I guess I could have said boys trip. Yeah. Anyways. This is going well for me so far. Fine. I got those. I got mine already. Number three. Okay. Your one word is Mr. 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 Incredible. Mr. Mr. Hmm. I don't know. Did you like the secondary yes. actor? Chris Penn. Fuck. Footloose. No. Few Good Men. No. I don't even know if he's in that. I only know him in Footloose, so Chris Penn. Would you like the quote? Yes. Uh, I didn't write down the whole quote. I, I wrote the end of it, assuming that you were going to get it, but it it's just, give me back my dollar. If you want, I can find the whole quote. Dazed and confused? No. Give me back my dollar. Give me back my dollar. It's okay. I don't need the whole quote. Yeah. Give me back my dollar. 
Give me back my dollar. So it's like, I, I guess the, the mister I thought was going to be. I also, it's hard. There isn't really a secondary actor in the movie. Like okay. It kind of just focuses on the main characters. Yeah. Okay, give it to me. The what, the main person? Character, yeah. Tim Roth. Give me back my dollar. I know who Tim Roth is. I can yeah. picture him, but I can't think of a movie he's in right now. Would you like, if you want, I could roll through the rest of the, the main. No, because then I'm going to feel dumb. How about I give you one other person? That's going to help you narrow it down. Okay. Harvey Keitel. Oh. Harvey Keitel, Tim Roth. Oh, okay. Um, the one where they're in that, the, the building, the, the garage thing where they all meet. Yeah. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. Woo! That hurt my brain. That, that makes sense though, right? Mr. Like the Mister Blue, Mister Yeah, Mister. Yeah, Mister White, Mister. And the the opening scene is when they're talking about tipping, and then the one they're talking about it. Eventually, they're yeah. like, "No, give me back my dollar." Give me back my dollar. Yeah, it does. That's a good one. Thank you. That was good. You got me there. Okay. Um, mine is biographical. Is your word? Mm-hmm. That's pretty hard. Yeah. That's uh, I Tanya. No, it's good. No. Uh. The secondary actor is Jennifer Goldwyn. Goldwyn, yeah. Sorry, I thought I said it wrong there. I don't think I know who that is. Okay. I think you do, but... Maybe if I saw her? Yeah, I think you would. Okay, what's what's the... Um, uh, we're all going to hell for the songs we sing. All going to hell for the songs we sing. Uh, yesterday. No, but good guess. Thank you. I was just trying to think. Well, I guess it's not really biographical. Um... Pam and Tommy. <laughs> no. Uh, I also, I'm going to still say that that should have just been a movie. Yeah. That I'm shouldn't right. be a show. I've like, I lost it. I love Sebastian Stan and I've lost interest. Like, I'm like, no, I think I made it through three episodes. And I was like, Ugh. Um, biographical Jennifer Goldwyn. I really don't. I've like, I'm blanking on like who that is. Sorry. What's the quote one more time? Uh, we're all going to hell for the songs we sing. All going to hell for the songs we sing. Um, is there a movie about Dolly Parton? No. Uh, Hannah Montana. <laughs> uh, no. Who's the, why'd you say uh? Like because I, I was trying to think if I could give you another hint without giving it away. But well, so who's the main? Joaquin Phoenix. The Joker? No, Anna Reese Witherspoon. Uh, Sweet Home Alabama? No. I really legally blonde? No. I'm just trying to think of Reese Witherspoon movies. Uh, Wild? No. Isn't that, or Into the Wild, whatever. Yeah, it's Wild. Um, I really can't think of Reese Witherspoon movies. She's dark hair in it. That's probably why I haven't seen it. Um, Well, I don't think you've seen something like that. Ah, uh, yeah, you got me. Walk the line. It's about Johnny Cash. Oh yeah, I, I'd never, I've never seen it. Well, guess what? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> guess what you're watching? No, I'm just kidding. So like, Walking Phoenix is Johnny Cash. Yeah, and then and then Reese Witherspoon is June Cash, June Carter Cash, but yeah, it's good. It's uh, a good was, movie. That was good. And they there's some Oscar in there, so Oscar stuff. I think they both won. Oh, like before. I think I meant this year. Reese Witherspoon won. I don't know if he, Joaquin Phoenix won. but. All right. Your next one. Okay. Your one word. Mm-hmm. Feminism. Ooh, I like bombshell. 
No, that's a good guess, though. Oh, damn. Um, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, your secondary actor, Bob Odenkirk. Okay. Bob Odenkirk and feminism. Um, I don't know. Miss Congeniality. Is he in that? I don't know. <laughs> I was trying to think of something that was like feminism. Like, I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Uh, your quote, you are the ro- rudest boy I ever saw. Hmm. You are the rudest boy I ever, ever saw. saw. Could, uh, Django Unchained? No. I don't think that's about feminism. No, it's not. No. Not when you put them all together. That doesn't work. <laughs> you are the rudest boy I ever saw. I have no idea. Uh, you're not. You're not going to be happy when I tell you who the the main actress is. Okay. Uh, Sersha. Oh, so Little Women. Yeah. Because Bob Odenkirk's the dad. The dad. Feminism. Not feminism. Totally. Love it. Killer movie. Wow, you're really kicking my butt this time. <laughs> All right, my first or your word is musicians. Um. Yeah, music movie is definitely not not on my forefront. Uh, whatever the Bradley Cooper one was called. Uh, the one that they've remade a few times. My, the Star is Born. Oh, good guess. No. Uh, the person is secondary person Sarah Silverman. Pop star? No. That would have been funny, though. That would have been. Uh, musicians, Sarah Silverman can't think of anything she's ever done ever not that she's not good uh i think of like a million ways to die in the west but that's not about musicians um i don't know it's uh it's my quote the quote is what would you sell picasso sorry start again what would you tell picasso to sell his guitars that's really funny i don't know why almost famous is in my head oh no I don't think she was in that. Um, musicians, would you tell Picasso to sell his guitars? It's a really funny quote, actually. Um, I just really can't think of musicians. Do you want the main character? Sure. Jack Black. School of Rock? Yes. I didn't know Sarah Silverman was in that. I didn't either. Until I looked it up and I was like, yes. It's a fun fact. Fun fact. I just like game more... I guess Miranda Cosgrove is kind of like a main character. She's one of the kids. Oh, okay. Well, I figured Jack Black was pretty main. Yeah, it is. He's on like the front, like yeah. strumming a guitar. Yep. All right, your next one. Mm-hmm. Your one word. No. Oh, okay. Ego. Ego. Ooh, so many. Iron Man. <laughs> That's a good guess. Secondary actor. Yeah. Sylvester Stallone. Um, cliffhanger. No. Okay. Rocky. Well, I can only do one guess. It's also not, he's not a main character. He's All right. <laughs> you ready for your quote? Yeah. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. <laughs> I like the way you said it. That was funny. Mary Poppins, y'all. M- Mary Poppins, y'all. I got nothing, ma'am. It's like I'm drawing blanks. Zoe Saldana. Um, 
She's the main character? Main character. It's well, Is it the one where she has all the guys and like she's going to... No, I saw that one. Definitely a movie you've seen, I can tell you that. <coughs> oh my god, I can't even... All I have is like Avatar, Guardians of the Galaxy. That's it? Guardians of the Galaxy? Yep. Two. You're so tricky. Well, because I, I look, I was going to do the first one, and I looked back, and I did the first one the last time we did this. Oh, that's good. So, yeah, number two. It's uh, Yondu, because he's like, you look like Mary Poppins. He's like, is that a good thing? He's like, yeah. He's like, I'm Mary Poppins, Poppins y'all. y'all. It's like flying in. Um. Okay. <coughs> My word is, it's going to be so easy. Superhero. But maybe not, because there's a lot. It's like a billion superhero movies. Um... Avengers Age of Ultron. No. My my <coughs> person is Emily Van Camp. Captain America, the Winter Soldier. Yes. My quote was going to be, was he wearing a parachute? That is a good one. I, th- I thought you were going to do the fossil one. You love that quote. I love that quote, but I knew I would give it away. Or I'm on your left. Yeah. They, they have the best. Qu- that's the best quotable movie. That is really funny because that's the beginning because it's not it's not like any major character. He just just Captain America jumps out of the plane like do you have a parachute? Do you have a parachute? No. No. Just going for it, man. It's Captain America. All right. Your next one. Okay. Your one word. Schizophrenia. Ooh. Girl interrupted. (coughs) Okay. Secondary actor. Zach Galifianakis. Hangover. Mm, major character in that. <laughs> um, schizophrenia. Oh, I can't think of anything. Movie schizophrenia. Zach Al- I can't even think of movies he's in. It's for the Hangover. Okay, I don't know. Quote. You confuse love for admiration. Oh, I like that quote though. So I probably am not going to get it. So, except getting something out of that. Zach Galifianakis, what have you been in? Hmm. I don't think we should play this game anymore. I don't think I'm good at it. <laughs> it's fun, but... There was one time you were good at it. I know. I don't know. Your main character, Michael Keaton. Green Lant- Green Hornet? Green... No. Batman. <laughs> he is Batman, but not, not in this one. He is a man. He's a man. He is a man. It's been around a long time. He has. This is this. I'm really enjoying the stalling. It, like he's done a lot. Could also see Emma Stone. Oh, Birdman. I didn't know Zach Galifianakis was in that. I can't even picture him in it. All I remember is like Christian Bale, Emma Stone, not Christian Bale. Edward Norton. Edward Norton. See, I don't even know that. Edward Snorton. Yeah, right. <laughs> He's so good in that. It's a good movie. All right. Once again, <laughs> really doing great. Okay. My word for you is family classic. Christmas vacation. Mm, good guess. <clears throat> my person is Alan Cumming. Alan Cumming. Oh, uh, Spy Kids? Yeah. And then my quote was totally going to give it away, but I 
couldn't find any other ones, but it was like, my parents can't be spies. They aren't cool enough. <laughs> we still love that movie. When you said Alan Cumming, I thought of um, Alan Brock. Oh, okay. Because I was thinking Ferris Bueller when you said mm-hmm. family. That's where my head went. Bueller. That's what's happening in my brain, apparently, in this episode. Bueller. Ready for your next one? Is anybody in there? Yes. Your one word is desks. Desks? Desks. Like a desk? Yeah. Okay. Um, Office space. No, that's good. That's a good guess, though. Okay. Your secondary character, Kurtwood Smith, who's the dad from That 70s Show. Oh, fun. Um... What's that? Horrible bosses. No, that's a good. That's a good one. Hmm. Not that close, but it's a good guess. Okay. Do you like the quote? Yeah, I'm only allowed one guess. This this is hopefully. Oh Jesus! I oh, hate when you say this because oh, then captain, I captain my captain. Oh, um, school ties. Not. <laughs> right idea, wrong movie. Oh, um, school ties. Oh. Robin Williams? Yeah, I know. Isn't that School Ties? It's not School Ties. It's not? No. Ethan Hawke? Yeah, no, I know the movie. I really in my head think it's School Ties. So though. like what are the what what are they do? They're saying I'll oh, captain my captain, what are they doing? They're standing on their desks. And then they're they're standing there. Yeah. They're like, Oh captain my captain. They the start like kills himself. They start Sad. like a group. Yeah. Ben and Matter in that movie too. Are they? Yeah, they're like sa- they're like. Okay, wait, they're probably in school ties, but this isn't school oh. ties. Hmm. Oh my god, I can't now that I have school ties in my head. I can't. Dead poet society. Dead poet society. <coughs> I'm so frustrated with myself. Yeah, it doesn't so seem like you're having fun with this. Frustrating. I might have to leave like trivia and guessing for <laughs> a few weeks. <laughs> some other stuff <laughs> i think it's because i got stressed because i don't want people to be listening to dead air if we were just playing downstairs and there wasn't like whatever then i think i would be what pressure <laughs> yeah get under pressure as we've already talked to it we figure that out today yeah school ties school. it's not school ties i know school and ties the, the, is it school ties <laughs> i know all right my word for you is bombs Heart locker. Yeah. <laughs> Damn it. I'm going to make mine so much harder next time. Yeah, you say that now. My person was going to be Guy Pierce. Would you have known it then? No. I he's don't the remember. main guy. Well, like, you think he's going to be the main guy in them. <gasps> Spoiler alert. I know. All right. I feel like I have a hair in my mouth. Um, your next one, your one word is reboot. So it's, uh, oh my God, Mad Max. No, good, good guess. Uh, your secondary character, Andy Serkis. I don't know who that is. He's Gollum. He, like, is known. He's uh, the guy in Black Panther, the one that's missing an arm. Oh, okay. Is Andy Serkis. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know him. Black Panther. <laughs> no. <laughs> okay, here, here's your quote. This should... Don't say that, because then I get stressed. That's not how the force works. That's not how the force works. So, Star Wars. Yeah, which one? Star Wars, the one with Amelia Clark. 
No. Okay. Force Awakens. Um, I won't. No. Yes, yeah, you just said the right answer. The Force Awakens. Good job. Thank you. Woof woof. <laughs> okay. My word for you is bromance. I love you, man. No. My person is Ron Livingston. Um. Knocked up. No, but good guess. Okay, my quote is, that's your problem. Oh, wait, let me say it nicely. Oh, wait, is it um, the uh, Big Lebowski? No. That's your problem. You don't look at things you have. You only look at the stuff you don't have. Office space. No. Does it? I don't know. I think any guess is a good guess. Uh, I do want to know the main person. Sure, I'm really, I'm really stumped here. John Favreau. Swingers. Yes. Finally, fuck. <laughs> my, my favorite part of that movie is when they they play NHL and they they my make Gretzky's head bleed. My favorite when he makes those phone calls. He's like leaving all those messages on the girls. Did we watch that? I watched it. Did you watch it? Didn't we watch Swingers? Wasn't there a John Favreau movie we watched? Yeah, Chef. You really like Chef. Oh, I don't. I think it's him and Vince Vaughn, but I don't think it's Swingers. Oh, it's okay. something else. All right, we got two left. Thank God. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Your one word is gambling. Gambling. Casino. No, your secondary actor is Kevin Garnett. Is that the guy? No, it's Brad Garnett. I don't know who that is. Kevin Garnett. I can't tell you who he is because it's pretty crucial to the movie. Oh, all right. Okay, so gambling. How about I tell you that he... No. no, don't tell me. Don't tell me. I don't want you to give it away. That's not fair. Just because I'm bad at this game. You can't just give me on a silver platter. Um. Okay, gambling. <coughs> I'm going to say with some guy I don't know... I'm going to say, what's that movie? No, that's not the one I'm thinking of. It was called 21, but I'm sure you didn't do that movie. No, I do know what you're talking about, though. Okay. With, I think Kevin Spacey's in it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, your quote. Okay. This is how I win. Yeah. The gambler. Yeah. Uh, no, good. Good guess, though. Your main character. And this, how about, uh, I'll tell you who Kevin Garnett is. Okay. Kevin Garnett is a basketball player. Oh, so it's that, is it the Adam McKay movie? No. no. He's, oh, Uncut Gems. Yep. Good one. Yeah. Uncut Gems. Unc- Uncut Gems. But apparently we're mean. We're mean for talking about that. Are we? Yeah, because it's not our first language. Oh, okay. It was just funny. It's a funny moment. It's a funny moment. If I did it, I would laugh at myself. But I can see because like when you were on TikTok after it happened, like every other TikTok was people making fun of her. So I I get it. But I literally couldn't. I, like I went through an entire day where it's all I said. That my whole brain was just uncut jams. But anyways. Um, okay. This is going to be a hard one. Okay. Okay. I'm excited. Endangered animal. Um, the whale one, um, Free Willy. No, but good guess. Okay, 
my secondary character is Tony Goldwyn. So the gold, the golds, hmm? the gold, the Jennifer Goldwyn. I didn't oh. know. Uh, Tony Goldwyn is uh, Scandal. He's the main guy in Scandal. Do you know who that is? Nope. Hmm. Like, you know which show I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, that's oh, the okay. Carrie Washington show. Yeah. But I think of it as the Carrie Washington show. As you should. Way to go, Jack. Feminism. Yeah. Woo! Should have worn my feminism <laughs> shirt. <laughs> you should have. I'll wear it next week. I'll wear it for next week's episode. Okay, fun. It'll be International Women's Day next week. Is it? Next Tuesday. Look at you. I love that you know that stuff. Uh, I can't think of anything else he's been in. Just, he's scandal guy. Okay. Quote? Uh, so you're the little lady who started this brouhaha. You're the little lady that started this brouhaha. Uh, Daredevil. No. Main character? No. Julia Roberts. Pretty woman. No. Aaron Brockovich. No. Eat, In- pray, love. No. The Pelican. Oh, my God. I didn't. Pelican brief? Yeah. Oh. I meant to say endangered animal, too, and then I was, like, giving it away. Sorry, yeah, the Pelican Brief. Yeah, that's okay. I wouldn't have got that. My next guess probably would have been the Oceans movie where she just plays herself. Oh, okay, yeah. No. All right. Does this this is my last one? Yeah. Do you have one more? All right. Your one word. Oh boy. Racism. Oh, there we go. That should narrow it down. Racism. Oh God. Harriet Tubman. Your secondary character, Alex Baldwin. Saturday Night Live. Don't think Saturday Night Live is about racism. <laughs> Your quote. Okay. With the right, with the right white man, we can do anything. Oh boy, that's really bad. Is it something presidential? No. Okay. I just want to get that out of my head then. Um. With the right white man, we can do anything. Mm-hmm. And racism. Mm-hmm. Uh, Salma? No. Your main character, John David Washington. Oh, um, yep. On the phone. Yeah. He's on the phone. Mm Mm-hmm. Black Klansman. Yes. God, I love that movie. It was a really well done movie. Adam Driver, him. So good. Okay, my last one before this fun is over is Bounty Hunters. The bounty hunter, like no. that one with Gerard Butler and Jennifer Aniston. I thought it was Catherine Heigl. Oh, bounty bounty hunters. Star Wars. No, your person is Bruce Dern. I know who Bruce Dern is. Okay, okay, that's good. I can't think of what he's in. Um, something cowboy, The Unforgiven. No. Quote. Yep. Our mutual friend has a flair for the dramatic. Oh, our mutual friend has a flair for the dramatic. I feel like a mutual friend sounds so familiar. Like it's making me think like Inglorious Bastards. You are on the right track. Our mutual friend, Django. Yes. You really have something in your mouth, eh? I got it. It was a hair. Wow, that's a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then I put Jamie Foxx. Yeah, because I was like, Christoph Waltz, Jamie Foxx, hard. Like, it's the two of them, right? Mm-hmm. But, well, clearly you won. Congratulations. Just by a little bit. 
You are really good at this. And that's that. You don't want to talk about it more? No. I would like to know what movie I'm watching. Uh, I'm going to just give you, not the option, but I'm just going to. I like options, though, sometimes. Because it depends on what mood I'm in. But I was going to say, that's serious. If you're just picking right now, what mood are you in? Because I have a movie for. I want a lighter movie. It's Everything's really heavy right now. Okay. Would you like, I can either give you, I got three options. Okay. So there's the sports, sports movie. Okay. The um, rom-com kind of movie. Okay. And then just the kind of ridiculous but funny. I would like a sports, please. Okay. Take actually, sports, two, I'll take sports for 400, please, Jack. <laughs> two, two of them are actually sports. So how about, we'll I'll narrow it down more. Okay. Do you want a, a soccer movie? Okay. Or a football movie? I want a football movie. Okay. Then you are going to watch Draft Day. Okay. It's Kevin Costner and Jennifer Garner. Yes. Have you seen that movie? Um, I think so, but... So it's not about football on the field. It's about off the field. And it's the day of the NFL draft. And right. A lot of... Look at how excited you're getting. I am. I'm going to watch this with you. Oh, good. Fun. I like to watch my movie, though, like ahead of time. Yeah, not the day of. No. Weird. I know. Nerd. I like to be a little um, pre- prepared. Uh, okay. I'm going to do the same thing for you. Would Kay. you like, what kind of movie would you like? <coughs> I'm not like you. I can just watch any movie. Well, because I have a cup, like one that's pretty heavy, but it's really good. And then I have. I think maybe a little lighter. Okay. I'm going to say then you... Rom-com? Do you want a rom-com? I could do rom-com. Okay, what about... Have you seen 500 Days of Summer? No. You don't want to watch that, do you? Uh, No, not that I don't want to. Is that the one... Is it the Drew Barrymore? No. That's the Zoe Deschanel and Joseph Gordon-Levitt one? Yeah. I'll watch that one. Yeah? Yeah. Okay, 500 Days of Summer for you. 500 Days of Summer. Perfect. All right. It's a good time. Good time to watch that in March. I know. <laughs> it's so true. Her name is Summer. Oh, is it? Yes. Oh, I'm excited to see what happens. <laughs> you sound it. I think they're. I think they're gonna fall in love. Sure. You could just be like that. It always answers sure. sure to everything, and I hate it. <laughs> Before we go, case, do you got anything else? I got nothing else. All right. And besides that, we will see you next time. Bye. Quiz show next week. No.